0: Welcome to Global LPG Conversations, part of Argus's ongoing series examining trends in the LPG markets. I'm Brian O'Rourke, Manager of Business Development for U.S. Natural Gas Liquids and Olfins, and I'm speaking today with Amy Strahan, Editor of our NGL Americas Report. Amy, last time we looked at export scenarios shaping up for propane as we came out of winter, and we've seen those fundamentals remain intact even with the rise in prices we've experienced since the end of February.
1: We've seen how the gains in crude drove up global propane prices, but that's exactly right. Here in the U.S., the trade flows really haven't changed. Most of our barrels continue to ship to markets in Asia, even as we're seeing some incremental increases in shipments to Europe, given the wider arbitrage in that direction. Really, the most fundamental change to the U.S. propane market following the surge in prices is actually the outlook for domestic consumption of propane.
0: When you mention domestic consumption, we're speaking mostly about petrochemical demand,
1: correct? Right, right. Heating season's uh, well over, and uh, residential demand in the U.S. is is never proportionally significant versus petrochemicals and exports really in any season. Right now, there are indications that the gains in propane costs are shifting the uh, cracker feed slate even more firmly toward ethane.
0: In the U.S., of course, ethane's always accounting for more or less the lion's share of most petrochemical production, as most plants are specifically designed to crack ethane. Ethane cracking, of course, is really a product of the shale gas revolution. Prior to the abundance of ethane, we now see propane, butane, naphtha, and natural gasoline were historically a much larger part of the feedstock mix, right?
1: Right. The uh, U.S. ethane advantage, uh, and even now, ethylene producers uh, in Europe and China have made big investments in U.S. ethane, and we've now got three export terminals available to push more ethane to those plants. Even with more than 2.2 million barrels per day in ethane production here in the U.S., midstream operators agree that gas processors are still rejecting hundreds of thousands of barrels per day of the feedstock, uh, even though ethane prices are high enough to uh, make ethane recovery profitable. So while we've got this baseload demand for ethane here in the U.S., the percentages of propane and butane that make their way into the mix is just a matter of economics, and that's really the most significant impact we've seen so far from the gains in propane and butane prices at Mont Bellevue. Looking at April, uh, propane averaged about 56 percent of uh, NYMEX WTI so far this month, which is roughly the same value relative to crude that we saw last year. But we're seeing weakness in ethylene prices that are making propane far less profitable for petrochemical producers. Ethylene cracking margins on propane, uh, which enjoyed, I guess, very positive economics for most of 2021, dipped into negative territory in October as gains in crude bolstered spot prices for propane at Mount Bellevue. Since that time, even higher prices that came with a run-up in crude at the end of February left propane cracking margins solidly in negative territory during March and now into April. An Argus model shows U.S. butane cracking margins haven't fared any better. Even with the slight declines in butane's value relative to WTI now that the gasoline blending seasons ended, butane cracking margins also remained in negative territory throughout March. All this is to say that ethane is even more heavily favored in the feed slate, and brisk ethane demand has bolstered prices at Mont Bellevue, with ethane trading above 50 cents per gallon in April, which is the highest prices for ethane we've seen since October of 2018. at Argus model was showing a roughly 8 cents per pound margin on ethane cracking in mid-April versus margins of negative 3 cents per pound and negative 6 cents per pound for butane and propane, respectively.
0: Okay, so at the end of the day, we're seeing less domestic demand for propane, correct?
1: Definitely, especially now that the heating season's behind us. The U.S. Energy Information Administration uh, reported consumption of propane, which it reports as products applied, dipped to 829,000 barrels per day during the second week of April. Now, that's the lowest demand figure seen for propane since last summer, when in July 2021, we saw consumption falling as low as 622,000 barrels per day. Oddly enough, propane cracking margins were in positive territory last summer, so it's possible we could see even more demand erosion in the months ahead and as more petrochemical buyers rely really on this lie to as light a feed slate as possible. At the same time, U.S. ethylene production is very strong. That's led to a decline in spot ethylene prices at Mont Bellevue and is further compressing the margins uh, even for ethane cracking. While ethane cracking margins are positive on paper, Spot ethylene at Mount Bellevue fell as low as 24.5 cents per pound at the end of March, uh, and that's the lowest prices that we've seen for ethylene since the end of 2020, and that's leaving even ethane cracking margins in the single digits, at least on paper.
0: You mentioned higher production of ethylene, but as we know, one of the consequences of lighter cracking is a reduction in the production of propylene produced as a co-product of the crackers. What has this further shift towards ethane done to spot PGP prices?
1: So far, it seems to be lending some support, as you'd imagine, to spot PGP, which are up about 10 cents per pound versus last year. But the RGP versus PGP spread remains pretty healthy, uh, at around 30 cents per pound or so. So at least for splitters, those margins are still very profitable. And we haven't really heard of any necessarily any shortfall in PGP availability here in the U.S. In Asia, of course, PGP supplies are tightening with the compressed PDH margins, but that's sort of another issue entirely.
0: So how long might this lighter cracking scenario last here in the U.S.?
1: It's very hard to say. Mont Belvieu propane generally follows movements in Europe and Asia, really with little regard to the downstream markets here in the United States. Unless we see a large run-up in PGP prices, perhaps, or ethylene prices maybe rise to the levels where crackers are buying more of everything, it doesn't look like we'll see any shift back toward a propane in the petrochemical mix anytime soon. Understood. Got it. Well, thanks, Amy, and uh, thanks to all of you
0: for joining us for yet another series of uh, Argus podcast. If you have any questions or any thoughts, please contact your Argus sales representative. Thank you. Thank you.